Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. You had to be there, the performance rankings, a slight tangent, and the crappy quiz. Have you ever done therapy, Adrian? Specifically related to the crappy quiz, though. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. Tomorrow is the start of, as I said, the greatest thing in sport. The World Snooker Championship gets underway at the Crucible. 17 days of brilliance. Looking forward to heading over to it. Delighted to be joined by the 1997 World Snooker Champion Ken Darney. Morning, Ken. How are things? Morning, Shane. How are you? It's like Christmas Eve, Ken. <laughs> you love it. You love it. <laughs> I'm uh, no. I'm looking forward to heading over. It's going to be. It's going to be exciting. And, and, and you, you, I'm trying to pick out winning qualities and winning qualities of players. Can you last the pace? Can you last the 17 days? Are you in form? Uh, but I mean, if you look, yeah. at, if you look at your win in '97, can you actually don't have to be informed to win the World Championship? Well, this, this is it. Yeah, I mean, it's because it's over the best of 19 and then 25, of course, until the semi-final. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, you can find your form there. I think. It's an interesting point because I think a lot of players are coming into the World Championship, particularly the defending champion, Ronnie O'Sullivan, without any form. You know, you've got him, you've got Trump, and you've got Robertson in there. Uh, no real form at all. So they'll be helping to find their form uh, at the World Championship, which is quite unusual. So coming into tomorrow, and, and Ronnie O'Sullivan, as you say, defending champion, so he'll be he'll be in action yeah. at 10 a.m. tomorrow in the opening session with uh, Pang Zhongzhu, his uh, mm-hmm. his first opponent, could potentially face Dane Junhui in the second round, so we're looking forward to that one. But yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie, so after that World Championship win last year, Ken, he wins the Hong Kong Masters, the champion of champions, beats Joe Trump, in fact, easily uh, in that final. Yeah. But but regardless of, as you say, form or lack of it, Ronnie is is still... You'd imagine the man to beat, and this could be this could be history. He's level with Stephen Hendry and looking to overtake him. Yeah, yeah, he's on seven with Stephen Hendry. Achieved that last year, beat Trump in the final. He's looking to make it eight, which is unprecedented. So that would be a new record, uh, which adds a little bit of pressure as well. But I think he enjoys that. I think he likes the the thrill of it, and uh, he is the man to beat. There's no doubt about it. I mean, all the rest of the other guys are, will be, you know, watching him and see how he's performing. Uh, so difficult to play at the World Championship because he, he sort of feels at home there. You know, previous years, he didn't, he was complaining about the sort of longevity of the tournament over 17 days, you mentioned. And sometimes he, he gets a bit bored or, you know, impatient uh, and then sort of, uh, you know, throws his toys out of Prama in a few matches over the years. But I think over the last couple of years, he sort of set his goal on, you know, creating that legacy and wanting to be the best uh, without doubt. And that's what he's after. He's after number eight, you know, without a shadow of a doubt. And I, I hope he does it because I think his talent deserves it, you know. Sometimes can you have these conversations like we had uh, Johnny Sexton in the Six Nations uh, overtaking Ronan yeah. Gar as the points leader and Owen Farrell is probably going to do it at some point or another. So you have these conversations about like who's the goat in that context. And even though he's level with Hendry at the minute, it does feel like there isn't really a conversation to be had that everybody accepts that it is. Yeah, true thing. enough. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's won he's won seven UKs. He's won seven Masters, which is better than Stephen Hendry. Stephen was six, I think, and five respectively, and uh, or six Masters and five UKs. So uh, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, he's the most talented player that we've ever played. You know, left-handed, right-handed. The the, the amount of breaks. I mean, almost twelve hundred. I think centuries. Hendry was on seven, seven, seven. I think. Um, so he he has all he's broken all the records and. Um, you know, he's the most, as I said, the most naturally gifted player that the game's ever seen. So I think uh, everybody regards him as the GOAT. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but I think he'd still like to get that eight. 
just to say, look, I've got more than Stephen Hendry now at the World Championship. He's level with him, as I said. Steve Davis had six. Uh, and I think, he, you know, it's a born and a desire for him to win that number eight. And it could be this year. We talk often on the show, Ken, about this strange intangible in sport, momentum, and it feels like mm. in, in years where Ronnie gets past the first or second round, like I remember him exiting, yeah. I think, at the first round to James Cahill, Ali Carter, I think, was in the second mm. round not too long ago as well. Yeah. So it, do you almost mm. feel like when he gets beyond those first round, a couple of rounds, that's when you realise, OK, Ronnie, Ronnie's head is really in this? Absolutely. I think the first couple of rounds, I think he's most vulnerable. Um I don't think you'll have too much problem with with the with the qualifier Pang Jungju, even though he's he's up and coming, uh, young Chinese lad from from Sheffield here, um, might might cause him just because of the, the sort of pace that he plays there. But I don't. I, I think his his danger could be in the second round. I'm looking at the draw here: Ding Junhui or Hussein Bafei in the second round. That could be a danger, but that would be over 25. I think when he gets by there, he'll possibly play. Mark Williams in the quarterfinals, which would be a, a fantastic match. And then the possibility of um, Judd Trump or Sean Murphy, maybe, or Jack Lazowski in the semifinals, which again would be, you know, um, a, a meltwatering prospect, you know, for Trump. Trump and him played in the final last year. Uh, Murphy is playing really, really well. Just won the tour championships only a few weeks ago, playing superb, back to his best. So, he could pose a big problem for him as well. Yeah, and I guess from an Irish perspective, and we'll touch on Mark Allen in a second, but I guess we're claiming yeah. Sean Murphy as well, given that he's living in, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> living yeah. in Dublin now. He's got he's an Irish family. Now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sort of we'll take him. We'll take him. Uh, uh, more or less Irish man now, uh, you know, living in Dublin and, and uh, loving it, travelling back and forth. And yeah, he's very proud of his Irish roots, actually, you know, he, he, even though he was born in England, but he is very proud and he, he loves living in, in Ireland. And, uh, yeah, it's good to see him back playing well. I mean, he's won a couple of tournaments now this year. It's great to see him playing um, playing back to his best. Like, you know, So he, he would be a big danger, I think, as well. I was over in Wolverhampton to watch uh, you know, bit, bits of the Players' Championship and, and the, the form he was in at that, and as you mentioned, the Tour Championship as well. Ken, like, he's scoring better than yeah. anyone at the moment. He doesn't seem to feel pressure whatsoever. Got to the final in 2021. There's just something different about Sean Murphy. He's probably the informed player in the world right now, would you say? I'd say so, yeah. And uh, he must be coming into this World Championship with a lot of confidence. You know, the way he played in the players um, and indeed in the Tour Championship particularly. Um, you know, he, it was a fantastic uh, run and just the, just the manner in which he, he won it as well. You know, even when the pressure came on from Wilson, you know, he just uh, went up another couple of gears. So his, his long ball game is back, which was sort of, but his own admission wasn't great over the last couple of years. But and he's scoring a lot heavier now as well. So uh, yeah, and he he plays the game flamboyantly, you know, very fluent, quick around the table, great break builder, and one of the best cues that we have in the game as well. So um, yeah, it's good to see these players playing well. But I mean, when you look down the list, I mean himself, Mark Allen that you mentioned, uh, who's had a fantastic season as well, uh, Selby. He, he could be a danger. He's down in the bottom half of the draw. Uh, you know, he's a four-time winner. But the rest of them, uh, you know, the Trumps and, as I said, the Robertson, uh, John Higgins and Mark Williams and O'Sullivan uh, haven't really performed over this last, like, 12 months. So, they, uh, they're, you know, they have the experience of being there and winning the trophy, but, uh, you know, they'll have to find their form at the World Championship. So, it's going to be interesting from that perspective. You mentioned Mark Allen, someone who's never won the mm -hmm. World Championship, but if you look at his uh, his campaign yeah. this year, he's won the Northern Ireland Open, the UK Championship, the World Grand Prix. It's tailed off a little bit, possibly, since a few of those victories, but 
He's clearly a man, when you listen to interviews, Ken, recently, that is, has so much confidence. He's clearly yeah. v- visibly lost a hell of a lot of weight, and I think he uh, mm-hmm. gives Ronnie O'Sullivan a lot of credit for helping him out in, in, that, in that regard as well. But, he, but he's yeah. in a good place, Mark Allen. Yeah, he is, yeah. I mean, he's lost uh, maybe six now uh, since last summer, which is incredible. And, and um, that will definitely help him at the World Championship, you know, not carrying that weight, because... Not only is the World Championship over 70, it's a marathon. and It's a marathon of the mind as well and the body, you know, because the, the pressure does take it out of you physically. And the fact that he's, you know, he's fitter, he's a lot lighter, he can reach, you know, more shots even on the table. But I think you're not carrying that weight over the 17 days. Has to, has to help him. And yes, he hasn't got his hands on the World Championship yet, but um, I think he has a really good chance this year. He's playing superbly well. You know, winner, winner of three tournaments, um, the most consistent performer over the 12 months as well since since we came back and uh, I think he, he's going to be a big danger man in, in the bottom half of the draw and you look at Mark Allen's route I'm just looking at the draw here so he's got Fang Zheng Yi in the first round yeah. a possible clash against Bingham or Gilbert in the second round and then you'd imagine Neil Robertson or Ali Carter are waiting in a quarterfinal so not an easy half of the draw but but it's still there are matches and, and opponents that, that Allen would fancy himself in yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I mean, some of the the young qualifiers, you know, the Chinese lads. I think we've got uh, five of them there. Wu Yi and um, Beng Shengji that you mentioned as well. Um, wonderful players, you know, and Si Jia Hui as well. I hope I got those. I hope I got those pronunciations correct. <laughs> uh, but yeah, wonderful players, young Chinese talent uh, coming through. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not a bad draw for Mac Allen to be honest, you know, and. Uh, the big match will probably be Bingham or Gilbert could pose a little problem to him. But the quarterfinal, yeah, Ali Carter or Robertson. And Ali Carter is probably coming into the World Championship with a lot more form than he has done uh, over the previous uh, seasons. So that might be, you know, that match against Robertson should the two of them get through. That should be a right cracking match as well over the best of 25. You look at Selby and you mentioned him, uh, Ken. Um, like As you say, same section of the draw as Higgins and Wilson. Mm. Um Selby, he won the English Open before Christmas. Uh, maybe the form hasn't been as as good, but but in that tournament he beat the likes of Higgins and Ali Carter and Pang Zhongzhu, who Ronnie plays in the first round. Yeah. Um, so Selby, you can never rule out this at this tournament particularly. No, no, and and for me, actually, he's going to be my my pick. You know, this year there's something about Selby this year. Uh, as you said, he, he won he's won two ranking tournaments. One just a, a couple of weeks ago in in Leicester, and. Uh, at the Tour Championship, he lost to Corin Wilson, but uh, he has shown a lot more form. Um, you know, he's had his mental health issues away from the away from the table and some family problems. His wife hasn't been too well. He's had that to deal with, but he's okay now, and um, he looks a lot happier. Uh, and particularly around the table, he seems to have got his confidence back. Uh, he's scoring his back to his best, and I think he could be the dark horse of the tournament. He's going to be my pick and my uh, sort of, uh, he's the only one, I think. And he's the one that even if he gets to the final, and O'Sullivan gets to the final, it's one one player on the whole circuit that O'Sullivan hates playing is Selby. He's called him the torturer over the years, you know, and he doesn't like playing. They've had some great matches. Uh, Selby has beaten them from 10-4 down, I think, at the World Championship Finals uh, one year. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, on his way to winning his seventh, um, I think, or sixth, O'Sullivan uh, beat Selby in an epic semi-final, 17-16, coming from 16-14 down. Mm. So they've had some tremendous matches at the World Championship. 
But he is the one player that I think Ronnie would sort of wouldn't like playing in the final. He's the only man that Ronnie, of course, has lost to in the final at the World Championships as well. Uh, so that backs yeah. that up. Um, Neil, Neil Robertson is a man who Selby could meet potentially in a, in a semi-final uh, this year, Ken, if, yeah. if, if they both went the, the distance. But um, when you think back to Robertson's World Championship win, that's 2010, that's 13 years ago. You know, If he yeah. ends up ultimately retiring with just one world title to his name, that would be hugely surprising for, for a player of his talent. Um, yeah. He probably adds a lot of pressure on himself heading into the Crucible because he only has yeah. the one world title, as you say. Yeah, well, I wouldn't knock just one word. No, they're, 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 actually, they're absolutely <laughs> fine. And you, got, you got to a couple more finals as well, Ken, to be fair. <laughs> wow, shade drawn, Ken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, uh, I think you're right, you know, for someone as talented as him, and he's one of the best players that's ever played the game, there's no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, he's just wonderful cueist uh, and, and score, you know, the centuries. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, 13 years is it's a long time. You know, when he won that championship, in 2010, for sure. I mean, I thought he was going to go on and win, you know, three or four. It hasn't happened. He doesn't like playing at the Crucible, funny enough. You know, he thinks he's a little bit sort of cramped in there. He's always sort of given out. He's quite a tall lad. And it, it, it can be a little bit tight around when the when the screen is down or, or you know, when you're playing on uh, next to the boarding mm. around the table. But, um, yeah, he doesn't like playing there. You know, he's won it once and uh, he hasn't really performed as uh, the way he did and that's a long time ago. So, yeah, he's got to overcome those sort of obstacles. obstacles. And uh, But, yeah, I, I expected him to win a few, but it just hasn't happened for him. It'd be interesting to see what sort of, uh, you know, form he's going to find here at the World Championship. If he does find form, well, then that would be fantastic for the tournament. There's no doubt about that. And a semi-final against the possibility of... of um, of Mark Selby, if he comes through, of course, his tough match, because I think himself and Allen in the quarterfinal, uh, that would be a real test for him. I think uh, another lefty that a lot of people love watching is uh, is uh, the Welshman, Mark Williams, and uh, mm. he definitely is a, is a fan favourite, and you look at the draw he's got as well, he's got uh, Jimmy Robertson in the opening round, and then a possible second yeah. round tie against Luca Brussel or Ricky Walden, there could be a quarterfinal there for, um, yeah. against Ronnie O'Sullivan think, as well. Like, I think you're right. I think he'll come. I think Williams, uh, you know, he's a great outsider. I think you might get him at about 40 to 1 or something like that. But mm. himself, Williams and Higgins, uh, both around uh, the same and both sort of, you know, very experienced players. You know, Higgins has won it four times, Williams is three times, um, and both very, very dangerous. Um, and they, they could be good outsiders. But yeah, I think Williams will come through that. He should face. Things when we Hussein Buffay or Ronnie O'Sullivan in, in the in the quarterfinals, presuming it will be Ronnie and, and uh, yeah, I think he, he'll put it up to Ronnie. There's no doubt about that. I was looking at last year's opening draw there last night, Ken, and noticed I think it was three of the sixteen ties went the way of the qualifier. Um, so it doesn't happen too yeah. often, but there's always those few shocks you'd imagine in the opening round. Can you see any? Yeah. We haven't mentioned Joe Trump. He's against Anthony McGill, a man who loves, who just yeah. loves the Crucible. Like there, there could be potential qualifier shocks in the in the opening round. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm looking at that. Judd Trump, that's a horrible draw for Judd Trump. Anthony McGill in the first round. He, he got to the semi-finals uh, one year. Lost 17-16 to Corin Wilson in the semi. It's one of the most dramatic semi-finals we've ever seen. Yeah, Trump um, hasn't played well since the Masters, really. Uh, and, and that was back in January. So uh, that's really a, a, a potential banana skin for him in the first round. He won't like playing uh, McGill. McGill will love it. And... Uh, yeah, that could be a possible uh, win for McGill there. And Jack Lazowski, 
you know, one player that I love watching, and he's so talented, but he's never got his hands on a trophy, uh, a ranking time. Yeah, he's been beaten in six finals. He's a, a wonderful talent, and uh, I'd love to see him play well. But he's playing uh, up on Sangham in the first round from Thailand, and that's another potential banana skin. Absolutely. Well, uh, we'll keep an eye on it. You'll be busy with the media over the next uh, few weeks, Ken, no doubt. Yeah, looking forward to it. All, all the boys will be uh, arriving uh, today and uh, starts again, as you said. Ronnie O'Sullivan starts out his campaign tomorrow at 10 a.m. But yeah, really, really uh, looking forward to it. It's so exciting. I mean, you know what it's like at Sheffield over the 17 days. People coming from all over the world to watch the World Championships over, I think, over 45,000 you know, tickets over the 17 days. Sold, completely sold out from last year. And uh, it's just it's just exciting. It's just such a, a wonderful buzz in the city. And uh, it's fantastic. I just love it, you know. We've got, a, we've got a message in here from someone who wants to thank you as well. Uh, Greg London says, Top man Ken, passed my college exams in 97 following the Worlds, turned down the volume and kept me inside for the whole tournament. So, uh, oh, right. Oh, that's nice. At least he passed it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All these years later, still remembers. <laughs> Ken, great, great stuff as always. Listen, enjoy the enjoy the cruise, but we'll, we'll no doubt catch up uh, during the tournament at some point I'll, as well. I'll see you it's over here, Shane. Yeah, okay. Enjoy. We'll, we'll grab a pint. Cheers, Ken. Good man. Cheers, cheers, guys. Ken Doherty, always uh, absolute legend. Um, so, how much of this? Because it's it's uh, there's a lot of it. Yeah, seventeen days worth. Long. Of it. But it's brilliant. It's one of those sports that even people who aren't snooker fans necessarily for the it's like the darts for for the seventeen days they tune in or mm. doze off in front of the TV when the snooker's on. Mm. You can just it's it's not a viewing intense. <laughs> it's not a viewing really intense sport. It there, no, but like then you wake up when when the claps start happening and it's like oh, I better watch you the wake rest up of this. Four hours later and the game is like barely moved on. It's, it's ASMR. It's that's what I've described right. it as before. Auto sensory meridian response. You okay. get the, the the sound of the the balls going into the pocket and mm. and all the rest. It's um. It's, it's a wonderful sport. When are you heading over? Heading over uh, this day week. So I'll get, I'll get the Saturday, Sunday, Monday and Tuesday in. Oh, okay, okay. So what, sort of that, what stages is that at? It'll be kind of the full second round and hopefully the first day or two of the quarterfinals. Are you going back later on in the tournament or no? I was thinking about it, I don't know. It's unusual. I know, you see, sometimes it's... I wanted, I've gone twice before and I've never seen Ronnie yet play in there because the ah, two, two okay. times I've gone were the two times I mentioned he was knocked out in the first round and ah, the second okay. round. So I was like, right, ah, second yeah, round, let's, like, let's sneak that in this time. Yeah, okay. So um, maybe I'll go back for a second. Are you working or are you just over? I'm going to enjoy it Saturday and Sunday and work Monday, Tuesday. All right. And get a few so interviews and that sort of bit. Getting paid to go over and sort of going over to half and enjoy yourself. It's well, a come from here, Shane. It's fantastic, isn't it? OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.